Good morning on this Friday morning and welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 7, we were talking about the unregenerated mind or the the soul of an individual that has not been uh, engrafted with the word of God. There's been no renewing of the mind and of the will and of the emotions Therefore, it tends to lean towards obeying the desires of the flesh. The old nature has been crucified, but the flesh is still flesh. It still wants to come contrary to the will of God. Therefore, it must be crucified and must be considered dead and only alive for newness of life to serve God. Otherwise, the flesh gets in the way. Well, the book of Romans in chapter 8, verse 7 said, So uh, the people become so, and so people become enemies of God when they are controlled by their human nature. For they do not obey God's law, and in fact, they cannot obey it. It is impossible for an unrenewed mind, a mind that has not, you've been born again, but yet that's as far as you went, you accepted Christ. You didn't want to go to hell. You were born again, but nothing else is done. There is no retraining. There is no regenerating. There is no renovation of the mind and the will and the emotions. We'll call it the soul. It needs to be transformed. And the word of God is the only one that can accomplish that with the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, in the book of Galatians, it says in chapter 5, verse 24 and 25, they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. That's why the scripture says in uh, Colossians uh, chapter 3 verse 1, uh, Onward, set your affections on things above. Our, our life is hid in Christ in God. But our affections from this physical body, we've got to change and have everything turned over to the Holy Spirit so that our soul can use our body as a vehicle, like driving it, to give it the direction that it needs. Otherwise, the vehicle goes off course, it goes on its own, and it only, wreck, it only does havoc. It wrecks havoc in our lives. It says in verse 25, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the spirit and the reason for that is because the corrupt nature is hostile it says in another translation and this is because the corrupt nature has a hostile attitude towards god and it does before we were born again there was a hostility towards god and it continues if the soul is not renewed and when I talk about the soul, I'm talking about the, the mind and I'm talking about our ability to uh, express our will and also our emotions. Therefore, many people cannot yield to God with their will because their will is still under the influence of the passions of the desires of both the mind and the flesh, which have not been dealt with. Therefore, our reasoning ability and capability 
is limited to only that which we can see, hear, touch, feel, taste, etc. But the Spirit of God brings revelation to us that is not through the five senses, that is not through the means of reading a book, but it is a revelation that comes from knowing God and His Word is unveiled as it is taught to us by the Holy Spirit Himself. Another translation of Romans 8, 7 says, That is why the mind that is focused on human nature is hostile towards God. It refuses to submit to the authority of God's law because it is powerless to do so. The will to do and the ability to do are not there. They have to come from inside, from the Holy Spirit through our spirit, working to transform our soul. And I'll read it again. It says, this is why the mind that focuses on human nature is hostile towards God. That's why sometimes when you ask people, have you prayed uh, or have you been praying? Have you been fasting? Have you been reading your word? Have you been witnessing? Have you been giving God the time that he is due? Have you uh, been giving him what is his and people get mad. Ever wonder why? Stop and think about it. Ever wonder why? I mean, why should you get mad if someone asks you, have, have you been praying? You know, instead of thinking, well, it's none of your business. But see, it goes to show that the mind has yet to be submitted unto God. It still has a hostility against God. Now, another translation says, in Romans 8, 7, in fact, the mindset focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to his direction because it cannot. See, we cannot yield to that which we are not willing to yield because we do not understand we do not know we still see the negative side of the coin and that means well you know what if this doesn't work what if this is all just a scam or something that is all of an unregenerated mind a mind that had not been re redone re-renovated renewed so that it can think the way that god thinks that way we wind up with Isaiah 55 and where it says in verse 7 onward that my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. Exactly. Until we have the thoughts of God flowing through our soul, our mind will have a tendency to be hostile towards God. Now, Paul, when he finished in the book of 2 Corinthians, in chapter 2, in verse 15, he said, we have the mind of Christ. Yes, we have the mind of Christ, but giving it access in the soul area to understand and to have comprehension of that knowledge requires that the soul be retrained, the mind be renewed, the will be retrained to yield to the will of God, and the emotions yield themselves so that we can say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. See, I am talking 
My spirit is telling my soul, bless him. And in order to bless him, that means that my soul is going to have to open through the flesh, the mouth, the raising of the hands, the bowing of the knees, the yielding and the submission to bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. See, there has to be that. But then the scripture goes on in Psalm 42 and uh, 46. Why art thou cast down, O oh my soul? You know, why are you feeling the way you are? Go back. Go back to what God has said in his word. Renew and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be controlled by the word of God so that your thoughts are like his thoughts. And when our thoughts are like his thoughts, then our words from our mouth are like his words also. In other words, Jesus truly is the high priest of our confession because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. How is that possible? What's overflowing in my spirit is allowed to pass through my soul and the commandment is given to the mouth to talk. And the mouth speaks out of the abundance of the flowing of the heart. Now, another translation says, in fact, the mindset focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to his direction because it cannot. And then finally, the last translation that I have here is abandonment to earthly things is a state of enmity to God. Such a mind does not submit to God's law. And indeed cannot do so. So what needs to be done? There has to be a change. According to Ephesians 2.1, And you has he quickened that were dead in your trespasses and sins. My spirit is made alive. I have the knowledge of God all of a sudden. I, I know him by an act of faith. I know him by intuition. I know him by communion. All of a sudden, my spirit is alive. But notice what Paul says in Ephesians 2.2. He wouldn't have said this if he wasn't trying to enlighten the people of Ephesus concerning that which was past, that which is present, and that which is future. Talking about our soul and our spirit and the course that we are taking. Wherein, in time past... You walked according to the course of this world, the cosmos. You walked according to the prince of the power of the air. We were under the influence of elemental spirits here on this planet. Spirits that influence finances, religion, education, all the humanities, all the humanism of this planet are under the direct influence of the prince of the power of the air and those elemental spirits that caused us to think and say there is no God. If there is no God, he doesn't love me. If he doesn't love me, he doesn't care. Uh, or there is no hell. There is no punishment that, that, that you just die and that's the end of it. The, those were the conditions of a mind 
that was under the influence or is under the influence or will be under the influence of the power of the prince of the air. And then it doesn't stop there. So in past times, we walked according to the course of this age uh, or world, which is the cosmos. That's one. According to the prince of the power of the air, that's two. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. In other words, it's already here. The very spirit of lawlessness. The spirit of the Antichrist itself. Wherever Jesus has been preached, wherever Jesus has been introduced, Satan comes following right behind to want to establish his counterpart, his anti-part to anything and everything which Christ has established. Then it says, so so let me go back to what I just said. So if, if, if Christ has established certain things from the gospel and the word of God for our lives, the enemy will come and try to push that aside and establish something else to take its place, which will be false. But there has to be first the light of the truth coming so that he can present an example of what he calls light and truth, but yet it is a lie. Remember, even the devil himself disguises himself as an angel of light. Why? So that he can deceive. So one of the biggest dangers is truly deception. Deception of believing the lies of the enemy because the mind has not been renewed to be able to discern what the word of God has said. Now, in verse, uh, in chapter 2 and verse 3, it says, Among whom also we all had our behavior. The way we behaved in our body and our soul was attributed to the influence of the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, and also that we were walking according to the course that he had laid out in this cosmos for us. It says, among whom also we all had our behavior in past times in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. So as you can see here <clears throat> from the scripture, that both the mind and the flesh can have desires, and those desires have got to be changed to desire first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Desire first things that are up above, not things that are here on this earth. Desire first to walk in the Spirit. Desire first to have and know the knowledge of God in your life by being in His presence on a regular basis. There's so much more to cover. Join us on Saturday as we continue along these lines. But until then, the Lord richly and fully bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption draws near. Our Lord is coming. Be prepared at all times, whether light or dark. In Jesus' name be blessed. Amen.